This is day 104 of our daily Bible reading. We will be completing Psalms chapters 38 through 42. Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for loving us enough to die for us. We don't even understand, Lord, how deep that goes, but you sacrificed everything for us. We are nobody. Yeah, Lord, you decided from the very beginning of time to have a plan of salvation for us because you knew we would knew that we would not be able to be independent from you, and you didn't want it that way. You wanted us to commune with you, to fellowship with you, and and love you with an undivided heart. Please help us to see this reality in our lives. Please bless the reading of this word in Jesus' name. Amen. O Lord, rebuke me not in your wrath, and chasten me not in your burning anger, for your arrows have sunk deep into me, and your hand has pressed down on me. There is no soundness in my flesh because of your indignation. There is no health in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities are gone over my head. As a heavy burden, they weigh too much for me. My wounds grow foul and fester because of my folly. I am bent over and greatly bowed down. I go mourning all day long, for my loins are filled with burning, and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am benumbed and badly crushed. I groan because of the agitation of my heart. Lord, all my desire is before you, and my sighing is not hidden from you. My heart throbs, my strength fails me, and the light of my eyes, even that, has gone from me. My loved ones and my friends stand aloof from my plague, and my kinsmen stand afar off. Those who seek my life lay snares for me, and those who seek to injure me have threatened destruction, and they devise treachery all day long. But I, like a deaf man, do not hear. And I am like a mute man who does not open his mouth. Yes, I am like a man who does not hear, and in whose mouth are no arguments. For I hope in you, O Lord. You will answer, O Lord my God. For I said, May they not rejoice over me, who, when my foot slips, would magnify themselves against me. For I am ready to fall and my sorrow is continually before me. For I confess my iniquity. I am full of anxiety because of my sin. But my enemies are vigorous and strong, and many are those who hate me wrongfully. And those who repay evil for good, they oppose me, because I follow what is good. Do not forsake me, O Lord. O my God, do not be far from me. Make haste to save me, O Lord, my salvation. I said, I will guard my ways that I may not sin with my tongue. I will guard my mouth as with a muzzle, while the wicked are in my presence. I was mute and silent. I refrained even from good, and my sorrow grew worse. My heart was hot within me while I was musing 
the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. Lord, make me to know my end and what is the extent of my days. Let me know how transient I am. Behold, you have made my days as handbreadths, and my lifetime as nothing in your sight. Surely every man at his best is a mere breath. Selah. Surely every man walks about as a phantom. Surely they make an uproar for nothing. He amasses riches and does not know who will gather them. And now, Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. Deliver me from my, all my transgressions. Make me not the reproach of the foolish. I have become mute. I do not open my mouth, because it is you who have done it. Remove your plague from me. Because of the opposition of your hand, I am perishing. With reproofs you chasten a man for iniquity. You consume as a moth what is precious to him. Surely every man is a mere breath. Salah. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Do not be silent at my tears, for I am a stranger with you, a sojourner like all my fathers. Turn your gaze away from me that I may smile again before I depart and am no more. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He brought me up out of the pit of destruction, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet upon a rock, making my footsteps firm. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and will trust in the Lord. How blessed is the man who has made the Lord his trust, and has not turned to the proud, nor to those who lapse into falsehood. Many, O Lord my God, are the wonders which you have done, and your thoughts towards us. There is none to compare with you. If I would declare and speak of them, they would be too numerous to count. Sacrifice and meal offering you have not desired. My ears you have opened. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, Behold, I come. In the scroll of the book it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. I have proclaimed glad tidings of righteousness in the great congregation. Behold, I will not restrain my lips, O Lord, you know. I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your loving kindness and your truth from the great congregation. You, O Lord, will not withhold your compassion from me. Your loving kindness and your truth will continually preserve me. For evils beyond number have surrounded me. My iniquities have overtaken me, so that I am not able to see. They are more numerous than the hairs of my head, and my heart has failed me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. Make haste, O Lord, to help me. 
Let those be ashamed and humiliated together who seek my life to destroy it. Let those be turned back and dishonored who delight in my hurt. Let those be appalled because of their shame who say to me, Aha! Aha! Let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let those who love your salvation say continually, The Lord be magnified. Since I am afflicted and needy, let the Lord be mindful of me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, O my God. How blessed is the man who considers the helpless. The Lord will deliver him in a day of trouble. The Lord will protect him and keep him alive, and he shall be called blessed upon the earth. And do not give him over to the desire of his enemies. The Lord will sustain him upon his sickbed. In his illness, you restore him to health. As for me, I said, O Lord, be gracious to me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. My enemies speak evil against me. When will he die and his name perish? And when he comes to see me, he speaks falsehood. His heart gathers wickedness to itself. When he goes outside, he tells it. All who hate me whisper together against me. Against me they devise my hurt, saying, A wicked thing is poured out upon him, that when he lies down, he will not rise up again. Even my close friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. But you, O Lord, be gracious to me and raise me up, that I may repay them. By this I know you are pleased with me, because my enemy does not shout in triumph over me. As for me, you uphold me in my integrity, and you set me in your presence forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember, and I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go along with the throng, and lead them in procession in the house of the Lord. With the voice of joy and thanksgiving, a multitude-keeping festival. Why are you in despair, O my soul? And why have you become disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him for the help of his presence. O my God, my soul is in despair within me. Therefore I remember you from the land of the Jordan and the peaks of Hermon from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep at the sound of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have rolled over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, 
and his song will be with me in the night, a prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of my enemy? As the shattering of my bones, my adversaries revile me, while they say to me all day long, Where is your God? Why are you in despair, O my soul? And why have you become disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Okay, so we have some pretty depressing psalms today that both David and the sons of Korah, which is the last one we read, are dealing with some sin in their lives. We don't really know exactly what it is, but we can safely assume, at least with David, that it is different from the one that he had with Bathsheba because he wrote a whole psalm for that one, and this is a different time, different place, it seems. So we don't really know what happened with him, but he is crying out to the Lord for help. And more often than not, we tend to think that when times are hard, when our sin isolates us from God, it feels very lonely, doesn't it? And we, because we push him away, before it even happened, we have already pushed him away. And then when we're in the situation, we don't always go to him first. We don't usually go to him until we realize we can't fix it on our own, because we'll try to fix it on our own, or at least try to drown our sorrows in something else, right? TV, food, other sinful pleasures. But at the end of the day, we know that there's only one comforter, and that is the Lord God. And he's describing that what the sin in his life has done to him, how it festers and it just causes such ailments to someone. And doesn't we this isn't the first time we've talked about it, but sin does that, doesn't it? It just eats at you if you let it go unchecked. And it will just get worse. We can compare sin to like a sickness, right? We can compare sin to like a poison or a cancer that's in our life. And the body will not heal until the cancer is cut out. That's why we have to constantly be in a state of repentance, a state of submission to God's will, and a state of wanting to do what is right. The pursuit of sanctification, if you will. Because then that gives us resistance and training towards righteousness rather than wallowing in our sin. So we see that only God can be that person for us. And we, more often than not, we see there's going to be people in our lives that will watch us and not only enjoy us being miserable, because we will have enemies if we follow Jesus Christ, but there will be those who try to take advantage of the situation in our weakness and mock us for it. I wouldn't be surprised if the 30-something people that work in my building are all talking about me in some sort of group chat or constantly making fun of me or something like that behind my back. I'm 
confident they are doing that, but I don't care because I got, I know the Lord's on my side. Like he, like David says here, you know, they don't recognize that while they think I'm weak and abandoned, that the Lord will uphold me and the Lord is able to strengthen me and he will not fail me. So despite what they think, the Lord will not fail me. I may fail him, and I will fail him from time to time, but he will never fail me. And you get this idea that that's what's going on in a few of these psalms. And here's a challenge I think that all of us should listen to in chapter 39. Lord, verse 4, Lord, make me to know my end and what is the extent of my days. Let me know how transient I am. Behold, you have made my days as handbreadths, and my lifetime as nothing in your sight. Surely every man at his best is a mere breath. That's a very overwhelming thought. Let me know how finite I am. Let me know how brief my time on earth is. How, And this one really hits home with me. Because growing up with video games, as you have probably heard from my testimony, and you can imagine that a lot of my life was wasted time. You can imagine the multiple hours per day, every day, for months and years on end, that I wasted just entertaining and pleasing myself in those things, it hurts when I think back of how much of my life I have literally wasted doing nothing productive. And even today, that draw is still there. That desire to just want to sit down and feel good about myself and do nothing, it haunts me. It's like an addiction. It is. It's like a physical addiction, like an alcoholic or a drug addict. It's the same thing it does to your brain. And for me, it's that desire for dopamine. And that desire for the dopamine is what overrides some of my decision-making, and that's not a good thing. And video games is the biggest outlet I have to that environment. So knowing that, That's why God in 2017 told me to stop playing video games. I have not been perfect in that endeavor. And even right now, I'm still dabbling in it, and it's not profiting me anything. And I know it, and yet I'm not willing to surrender it. May I remember how my life is so short and what I can be doing with my time. Lord, make me to know my end and what is the extent of my days. Let me know how transient I am. I want to be reminded that my life will one day end. And while I'm here, I'm supposed to be doing something. And that's a challenge for me. We all have that challenge. But I can only speak for myself because I can only control myself. And even then, I can't do that. (laughs) So I really have... Nothing going for myself. But I do control what I do with my heart. And the Lord is where my heart should be directed to. 
we will have those lapses in judgment and we will have those moments of weakness, but the Lord is able to uphold us. We just need to trust in him. So you see a lot of these in the Psalms today. The Lord, please rescue me. Please support me. Please save me. Please stop these people from speaking negatively about me. He reminds us in chapter 41, By this, Lord, I know that you are pleased with me because my enemy does not shout in triumph over me. And they won't. Because at the end of the day, we already know how this story is going to end. It's already been written for us in the book of Revelation. Those who are unrighteous will burn forever. And those who are righteous will be with the Lord forever. Not only should that give us comfort in our destination, but that should put fear and trembling into our minds on where these other people are going. And that should spur us into action if we indeed fully surrender to God. And it's one thing to be like me for the moment and to know this and do nothing when there's a huge responsibility with knowing it and doing something about it. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like what James says is that if you know the right thing to do and you don't do it, you're sinning. To you, it is sin. And so I'm challenging myself as I'm saying this because I know that I need to work on some things and I know that I could do a lot better. A lot better than I'm giving the, the Lord right now. So may we be like the sons of Korah in chapter 42. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Shouldn't that be us? This, this deer pants for water because it is necessary for life. The land all around us is dry and thirsty and barren because there is no righteousness in it. And yet we know where the oasis is. We know where the water is. And yet we stubbornly refuse to drink. We choose to go thirsty, then enjoy the Lord like we properly should. May we have that change of heart. May the Lord give us that desire for him that overrides all of our desires and puts us in a secure place. That even though the world will be against us, even though times will be hard for us, we rest assured that God's in control, not us. And may that be our desire today. So we've stepped out of some of the Psalms of David, and now we're going to go into the next couple of days will be some psalms from the sons of Korah. So you'll see a little bit of change in poetic style, but they're all still very good. Well, that's all I have for today. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan, and we'll see you next time. Take care, and God bless you.